Coming up on this episode of the Mario Rosenstock podcast. I'm just listening in on the podcast there. I'm a big admirer of yours, That's so I am. Lovely you day. know big that, Mairead. You know that. I do. You and me, Mairead. Yeah. I'm telling you, we've shared secrets. But we have. We actually, we One really of the have. things I wanted to ask you about was, oh. do you not think Derville and Donica are cheating their horns off? <laughs> In that bit is family. I know you know it, Mairead. Well, I know you know it. Don't I know you can't. No. Come no. clean with me, Mairead. No, no, I'm going to go on, Mairead. No, it's, it's, shut up, Mario. Shut up. Oh, I didn't say anything. Shut up, Mairead. No, no, what did I say? I didn't do anything. Uh, no, I, no. Get stuck in, Mairead. Go on, Mairead. Davey, don't crash the car. Yeah, Davey, take sake. it. Take it easy. No, I'm... Well, isn't that just typical of Davy Fitz? He is so competitive, but also one of the soundest, most loyal friends you could possibly have. According to Mairead Ronan, that is, who's got to know him very well over the years, that they've both been involved in Ireland's fittest family, of course. We'll hear more from Davy Fitz later in the podcast. But as it happens, Mairead Ronan is somebody that I have come to know extremely well over the last 20 years. My first memory of Mairead, I think, was... I think she may have even been a work placement at Today FM. Back in those early days when the place was just filled with cigarette smoke. Cigarettes butts just filling up styrofoam cups. Eamon Dunphy whizzing by you like a whirling dervish. Um, exciting times in an early radio station. And Mairead then went on to be a researcher with Ray Darcy and Jenny Kelly. And went through that whole show. And then she actually went on to produce the Ian Dempsey show which I was on and she was our producer for a few years and then went on to present her very own show um, the lunchtime show on Today FM and sadly for her listeners and colleagues like myself but very happily for her Mairead has just recently left Today FM to spend more time with her family and on her business Faro and it's all been going swimmingly for her so far and she was in flying form when we met in the Mario Rosenstock podcast studio recently for our chat I suppose my brain, like all of last year and the year before and previous, has been just firing. Don't make mistakes. Got to stay on top of everything. You know, what's for dinner? Got to go to the shops. Got to get this uniform ready. And now, bizarrely, Mario, I've put that fire out in my head. I am forgetting everything. (laughs) Okay. It is hilarious. And I decided to change my name from Mairead Farrell to Mairead Rona. My choice, Louis couldn't have given a flying fiddlers. And when I did that, I couldn't believe the reaction I got from people. I couldn't mm. believe that people were giving out to me. I would get things all the time from men like, I like your hair longer when I cut it into a bob or I think you wear too much makeup. I've sent these to the Fitness Family WhatsApp group. I don't want to go Callan getting yeah. so annoyed. He's yeah. like, who the fuck is your man? <laughs> yeah. Donica has said to me things like, oh, sometimes we'd sit in the car after training to listen to the last hour. And I'm like... If I'd have known there was Munster and Irish rugby players listening to us then when mm. I was single, yeah. I mean. <laughs> My full chat with Mairead coming up in just a few minutes time. And I'm telling you, I'm, I'm just get, guessing, I'm gambling. You're really going to enjoy this one because I did. Um, you really are. So one of the big news stories of the week and most likely the weeks ahead is the possible scrapping of the requirement to wear face masks in shops and schools and public transport. Yay! We can breathe again, folks. As ever, of course, my podcast colleagues are quicker uh, to make comment on it than I am. Uh, They have their own unique take on such matters. Let's drop in first on one of my guilty pleasures. My therapist ghosted me to hear what Joanne McNally and Vogue Williams have to say about it. Joanne, have you seen the news? What? 
They're getting rid of the masks. My bollocks. What? I love the fucking masks. I was on a Tinder thing yesterday. Yeah? Fucking ride he was. Dark hair, George Clooney eyes. I was going to ride him senseless. Then he whips off the fucking mask. Go on. Fucking complete minger. No way. Ming the merciless. Fucking elephant man rearing up at me. Jesus, I nearly threw up into my Prosecco. Seriously? They're way better with their masks on Vogue. Then you can just imagine the whole thing. Imagine them, they're just hot as fuck. Yeah. Theatre of the mind. They're all rideable then. That's brilliant. I'd actually prefer it if they just covered the whole head up in the first place. Just throw a giant bag on it. You know the thing you'd wear before they fucking hang you? Like in an execution? Fucking giant nappy on the head. Pampers for mingers. I'll do the ad. I'll do the riding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was the brilliant Joanne and Vogue. But economist David McWilliams was also talking about face masks on his extremely popular podcast. Ready to go, David? Ready to go, John, anytime. Look, David, yeah? before we start, uh, just try to stick to the script, okay? No just problem. The face mask analogy with the economy, you know? Absolutely. No problem at all, John. I, Absolutely. You don't need to try to appeal to people by, you know, acting all common. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Red, red light, John. Okay, let's do this. This podcast is powered by Acast. Welcome along, and how are you today? Face masks seem to be coming off. That's right. And like the economy, inflation is a face mask, <laughs> restricting our ability to purchase freely. Very good. Now, when we take off our face mask, the economy begins to breathe again, yes. and we can consume unfettered and Unrestricted. Yes, well done, David. But you know what really annoys me about the bleeding yeah. face masks, me Elsa Gosh? David, what are you doing? When you're off your bleeding gimp Eat. down the park, down in Darky Dare, Dave, David, a kicking their heads off a few skying buckets <laughs> with Butler and Minto, and you're trying to take a suck out of your old Johnny Blue and a swig out of your Linden Village before kicking the bollocks off of David. and these fucking yokes are in the way get up the fucking yard with your mask David I resign oh, what oh, the fucking leopard is oh, that God. what I am John John come back as every week there's more exclusive comedy um, on the Mario Rosenstock podcast that's what we do every week um, and thank you for tuning in and subscribing and if you can tell one friend about it if you're enjoying these podcasts you can of course drop me a line directly Rosenstock at gmail.com and many many thousands of you have since the podcast began and I get, in, I get back to as many people as possible and if we no longer have to wear masks in shops well that means you won't have to wear one when you you know pop into your nearest curry store to set yourself up for a brilliant season of sport. See the way I did that? What a segue that was. With a lovely big HD TV. Um, and of course, we're heading into, you know, primetime sports season right now. And what better way to watch it than on a great Curry's TV? Curry's, of course, are offering unbeatable prices on the best electronics, appliances and consumer tech. Johnny Sexton was injured recently and wasn't on the lineup for Ireland-France. But he did have the time to drop in to, uh, well, have a look around. Your commentator is Ryle Nugent. And here we are, deep inside a curry store. So much on offer, so many incredible items to choose from. In steps Johnny Sexton. Hi, excuse me. Sexton looks around, surveys his options. He needs help. Yes, can I help you? 
Uh, yeah, I'm looking for big screen TVs, please. No problem. This way, please. Thanks. Sexton makes his move. He's going down the aisle. He's past the kitchen appliances. Incredible value. He has a look over at the laptops. Beautiful laptops at Curry's. Nice. Sexton keeps going. He's at the TV and entertainment section. He's so close. He can feel it. Sexton looks around. This is the moment. Oh, look at this. He sees it. It's a beautiful big screen TV. This might cost him. Wow, great value, I'll take it. It's there! He's done it! Johnny Sexton has done it! He's walked away with an incredible bargain from Curry's who have proven again this year they won't be beaten! They will never be beaten on price! Thanks. See ya. Bye, Johnny. Stop standing around in Curry's shouting your head off, will you? You're stupid. Sorry. So, get yourself all set up for a great season of sport, and it will be a great season of sport with a visit to Curry's. They will never be beaten on price. And thanks to Curry's for their ongoing support of the Mario Rosenstock podcast over the last 11 months or so, as ever. Uh, And thanks to you, of course, for following us uh, uh, on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Tell your friends about it. Even if you tell one friend about it, I'd be delighted. That's all you have to do after today. You can drop me a line as well, as I said, mariorosenstock at gmail.com or on Twitter at giftgrubmario.com or I'm on Facebook as well. And I'm an Insta bitch as well, Mario Rosenstock official. Check me out on any of those platforms. So, if you've been missing, missing the lovely sound of Mairead Ronan speaking to you from in front of a microphone recently, well, we've got you covered. The conversation you're about to hear is just like a kind of a behind-the-scenes, fly-on-the-wall chat between two old broadcasting buddies, two old school friends, because it is a chat between two old friends. I hope you enjoy it. Mairead, how are you anyway? I'm very, very good. Yeah, thanks for the coffee. You're very welcome. And uh, so, so how's how's tricks? I haven't seen you in how long? Four weeks? Five, uh, four, five? No, no, maybe six or seven weeks. Longer. I'd say it was the 10th of December. That was the last December. day I was in Today FM's building. Yeah, yeah. And how have you been since then? I, Mario, I've never been happier. Yeah, you look well. Looks yeah. not, You look bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Yeah, and a few people have told me that. Like, my best yeah, friend sent you're me. You're kind of glowing. Yeah, mm. I, I, I feel, feel brilliant. Uh... I've no regrets. I know it's very early days, but I'm yeah, I'm loving life. I'm I'm loving my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really am. Now, did you see the JNLR figures that came out yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> Up eleven thousand. Let's go straight in. Oh. So we were looking at the JNLR fi- our figures. Now, the reason I'm in a good mood is because the breakfast show went up as well, and yeah. like we went up, and that's great. <clears throat> of course, you used to work on the breakfast show as the producer, uh, but kind of people were talking about it as well that the Marais, the, the lunchtime show went up. Big time. It yeah. was actually the biggest rise. Yeah. 11,000 it went up. Yeah. And of course, all those figures are yours. Yeah. Because the show was from, the, 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 that's the end, from May to December last year. Exactly. So did you have a quick peek and did you did you go, yoo-hoo? How did you feel when you saw Honestly, the figures? Honestly, I didn't. So I got a text message um, from Pamela Blake, my who was my producer on the lunchtime show in Today FM. And she said, you're not going to believe this, but, you know, the Jane Lewis are out again and you end up another huge amount. So what a way to go out. And I just, I sent back an emoji because I didn't know what to say. I just sent back a laughy face because I was like, I mean, I, I couldn't, I couldn't make it up. Like, it's just too funny. I spent, I spent so long in Today FM uh, being in production and worrying about Jane Lewis for the presenter. I eventually get my own show and, uh, I can't worry about the figures because we go into a pandemic and the Jane Lors don't happen. So I'm kind of sailing in this sea with no compass. I don't know if we're doing well. I don't know if we're not. New, we get new owners. And, and then I eventually just decide, oh, I'm, I'm out like a dragon's den. I'm sorry, I'm out. I want to do my, my own thing. 
And I end up getting like the greatest results I could have ever wished for. And it's too funny. It's funny because um, uh, I don't know if you saw the examiner. Um, I think it's this morning or yesterday. Didn't see you. Uh, did you not? No. No. I, I, can't, I love the way I see all these things. You do, yeah. You yeah. see, I, I, I spent years looking at the newspapers every single day. Yeah. And I, well, I see, just, I do. You see, yeah. that's what I still do. Yeah. Crawling around looking for ideas. <laughs> And the slime, <laughs> and, uh, and and first one, the first time, man, that won't work, that won't work, that won't work, that won't work. Oh, look at this! Oh, and it's like JNLRs. The biggest winner in Ireland's JNLR figures is not even on the radio, and it's a picture of you with a handbag swaggering down the street. No yeah, it was oh like something God. out of Sex in the City when she goes. And then I decided to release myself from Mr. Big, and when I released myself, I just felt so clean. Oh. Oh my God, that's so funny. So the biggest winner is not even on the radio. Oh. And I was like, do, 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 do. I, I didn't even see it. Okay, I'm going to have to go. Adios, motherfuckers. <laughs> that's kind of what it was. It was adios, uh, motherfuckers, but they're all motherfuckers I really like. But um, yeah. It's, yeah. I, I, I think there's still, because the industry is so weird, Mario, as you know, uh, very, very few people. I can't. I can't think of anyone else who's done what I've done. I'm sure that there have been people who've. Go on then. To actually, just just might as well say that because a lot of some people listening there will, will, won't know exactly what you mean. What do you mean the industry is weird? Because I, I know you've thought about this. You've, you you think quite deeply about the job. I do. Um, it's not so much that in a philosophical way. You just think deeply about the mechanics of the job and and the industry. Yeah. Well. well I, so what's so weird about this business? What's weird about the industry is you. You're made to feel like you're lucky to be there. You're lucky to have been given this opportunity, this chance. You're never, you never feel secure, ever, ever, ever feel secure. No matter how good a job you've done last year or the last six months, it's always like, ooh, contract negotiations are coming up. So, you know, dance monkey, dance monkey. And um, I don't know, when I turned 40, I just got fed up with that and I've always worked so I've never I've no reason to think that I wouldn't keep on working in the industry I've worked for RTE every single year since 2007 being on tenterhooks I, I think so I think that's what it was I, I also think Mario maybe that's part of it but the other part of it is I'm so secure in myself now that I completely feel like I can walk away from it and if I've made the wrong decision, which I haven't right now, I'm very, very happy with the kids at home. But if I've made the wrong decision in a few years that I've left in such a good spot that, you know, some radio station might go, well, yeah, we'll give you a shot in four years or five years. If I've d- enjoyed my time at home, I'm still only young. I'm 41. Mm. You know, that's all I am. Um, still loads to give, but oh, I want to give it all at home. But- so, so are you kind of saying that part of the weirdness of the industry is that you you it ex, you need this self you need this validation they're, they're, you're constantly looking for this validation or that you're jumping you said dance monkey dance yeah but it's um, it, 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 it is it's also down to like sometimes it's not your fault a radio show like I've, I've been involved in so many radio shows you mentioned produced Ian Dempsey worked on Ray Darcy from from the bottom to the top you know from runner to researcher to mm. producer was also on air with Ray and Jenny and Will and all that and that was brilliant and um, I've worked with all sorts of presenters over the years, even Eamon Dunphy and even Matt Cooper. That's the, like I've worked on the last word, but you it can be down to trends. So listeners can drop off on a radio show and a radio show can have changed nothing. It can be a trend in the world. Like you look mm. at, say, 
Today FM might have been affected, you know, in the downturn um, when mm. that was like what, 2008, 2009, mm. because a lot of people would have gravitated towards. It was a flight to RTE oh Radio. Oh my God, we've got to just listen to your the money, doom your and gloom. Is your money, money gone? Where's your money gone? Where's your shares? Where did you buy the shares? And what yeah. was your house worth? Yeah. And what did you pay for your house? Yeah. So it can be just a trend. Today FM didn't change anything. It it just was still putting yeah. out brilliant content, but it was just different to what people might have needed in yeah. that moment. I mean, I remember you talk about trends and, and list people listening out there going how bananas the industry is. Yeah. I remember once for the Dempsey show, Willie O'Reilly, our former chief executive, and Hector went on 2FM and Hector went up in the ratings once, right? Yes. And fair yep. play to him. Yep. And Willie came storming into us and going, what are we doing? What are we actually doing? I went, Willie, relax. We're well ahead of Hector still. Why were we playing Mumford and Sons this morning? <laughs> And he's going, like, this is it. This is the problem. Hector's winning because we played Mumford and Sons this morning. Yeah, no, it's not the and problem. And so you, you, you... It's not, it's a new... It's there's a new no bar. sense of sitting back and standing back and having having a, no. a, a helicopter view. Oh, as my God. Ugh. Well, that's, I suppose, um, bringing it back to me, Marielle, mm. um, I've had the helicopter view of my life and what I was doing. And I decided yeah. to just go, I'm, <clears throat> I would have never felt this secure in me, my work, yeah. where I am in life, just gone... No, I'm just going to just take a little step back yeah. here. Okay, let's get back to the nub of the thing then and, and okay. then we move on from that. And that was that when you, you, you were on the roast with me as well, right? And you mm-hmm. came on the roast and did a very nice interview with me. But actually, Patrick was just telling me there um, that one of the things she said on the roast, I said, what do you want to do, Mairead? Right, I can't and, remember what And you said. said, I'll tell you what I want to do, Mario. <laughs> I was just like, what do I do? Oh, no. <gasps> I want my own radio show. Did I say that? And I went, hmm. <laughs> And I went, how much do you want it, Mairead? And I paraphrased him, I really want my own radio show. I really, really want it. And I went, okay, well, Mairead, I think that could happen for you. And you you were there, "Mm, I don't know. I mean, I really want it to happen, um, but we'll see how that goes. And I went, well, Mairead, I, you know, I've got a good feeling about this. Okay. So cut to the chase anyway. You were given your own radio show and you did very well in your own radio show. And um, I know that there was... It was tricky at the beginning because you got COVID and all this and you were doing it from the cupboard and <laughs> you know, there were issues with working as well. There, were, were, issues, there were issues with the way people could work and, yeah. and yeah. the amount of manpower stroke woman power. Yes. And people could pour into the show and yes. I, I know there were certain frustrations there at times yes. um, but still you made a success of the show and like no matter what anybody says your figures were off the charts anyway right? Yeah. So you did great figures. Yeah. And now you left the show so just I know what you said before Christmas, right? Mm. So you just have to, Your Honor, my client just wants to re-examine Miss, 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 Miss Ronan again. <laughs> Miss Ronan, in December, you said you wanted to spend more time with your family. Do you still feel like that, Miss Ronan? I do. Anyway, so I wanted to ask you, how do you still feel? Ten, I, two months later. Uh, two or so three months later. I, initially, you know, that, that buzz run into Christmas, I felt, I felt even busier um, than I'd ever been uh, after I finished on the radio show. But I think uh, once Christmas was out of the way and I started to establish a nice little routine at home, I'm loving it. The kids are loving it. I'm loving it. And all the kids are loving it. Even the older fella who's 14. Um, And the dog is loving it. So they feel that you're back. They feel your presence more. They feel you're around more. Yeah, they do. But then it's really funny. Um, Eliza was kind of peeved that I'm not collecting her today because I've decided to stay in town for the day and 
meet pals from Today FM. I meet Pam. Oh, so Joyce. I'm only I mean, part of your day. You're only part of my day. Oh, you're just, I'm just the hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> you're only my warm So you're rap. Oh, you, you mean Jenny warm-up. Kelly and people like that? Uh, I'm not meeting Jenny today. No, I was talking to her yesterday. But um, Anybody no. would know. So I'm meeting uh, Pamela Blake. I'm meeting Charlie Halligan and I'm meeting Pam Joyce. Today. Producer of The Breakfast Show. Producer of The Breakfast Show. Right, yeah. Dark Horse himself. Yeah. So, the Dark Lord. <laughs> That's what I'm, my day is filled with former Today FMers. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. So, um, but I, it's, it's lovely. Yeah. And I. <sighs> okay. So it's true. You're loving being at home. I love it. And you really feel good about it. Yeah. And there's no pang of regrets. There's no pang of regrets. Even when you saw those great figures yesterday. None. I, and that is, I can be completely honest with you, Mario. Yeah, yeah. None whatsoever. I, like, I didn't see the examiner. Yeah. I didn't know about the Jane Laws until Pam yeah. texted me. Well, you don't to have to me. read the papers, as you said, anymore. Yeah. I, so I'm, I just feel um, really relaxed, really zen. I'll tell you how zen I feel, right? Um, and there'll be people who might get upset about this. I collected Eliza the other day from school. So it was Wednesday. Uh, my dad popped in for a cup of tea. So I said, you know what, dad? I'll leave Bonnie with you and I'll fly around <clears> and collect yeah. Eliza. And he said, grand. So I brought the dog with me. Dog's not allowed into the schoolyard. Uh, so I had to tie him at the railings outside. Now, I normally wouldn't bring him because he's not allowed in, but it was such a gorgeous day. So tied him on the railings, went in, collected Eliza, and it's straight into this, like, everything about her day. You know, they did this and the new Irish word. And, you know, this person's really bossy at my table. And you hear all this kind of stuff from her. And we walked out of the school and we walked down the road and we were footsteps from our, our home. And I, I got a phone call. I was like, don't know that number. I answered it. And it was like, hi, Mairead. This is Lorraine, the school secretary. And I was like, hi, Lorraine. And she said, um, your your dog is still tied to the railings. <laughs> I left Murphy at the... I'm so... I suppose my brain, like all of last year and the year before and previous, has been just firing. Don't make mistakes. Got to stay on top of everything. You know, what's for dinner? Got to go mm. to the shops. Got to order a super value shop. Yeah. Got to get this uniform ready. They're mm. in dancing on Monday. And now, bizarrely, Mario, I've put that fire out in my head. I am forgetting everything. <laughs> okay. It is hilarious. Like, yeah. Louis is saying to me, what is wrong with you? And yeah. I'm like, I think because I was like running, 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 running on yeah. this treadmill that I, I, nothing was dropping, was holding yeah. all the balls in the air, was juggling. And now I'm not. Yeah. I am making a balls of everything at home. It's hilarious. But in a lovely way. In but in a lovely way. way. Yeah. Now, the dog is fine. <laughs> he was with the lollipop lady. Okay. I ran back and we collected him. Yeah. But in a million years that would not have happened last year having said that though very few people have managed to engineer their departure from a a a, a media station as brilliantly as you have I mean these things it's like a political career they all end in tears and it all ends in failure you know it doesn't matter if you're Jay Leno David Letterman Gay Byrne Pat Kenny bloody whoever it is you know it all ends in tears really except you managed to somehow circumvent that I tell you how I I did it I I thought about it for a long time I chatted about it with Louis for a long time. Mm. And once the decision was made, I knew I I would I would have to I suppose execute it really, really well. Mm. I I I knew I had to enter into negotiations with Today FM and they really wanted to get my contract negotiations rolling and I hope they won't mind me saying this. No, they won't mind me saying this. And um, so I went, I, I, I had a meeting. It's too fucking late now. It's too late now. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had a meeting set up with them and mm. um, I went in armed with my laptop and on the laptop I had written my resignation letter mm. and I, I went in and just said, they started telling me that things were great and I was doing a good job yeah. and all that. And I said, I'm just going to stop you there because I didn't want to hear, I didn't want to hear 
new terms. I didn't want to hear if there was more money. I didn't want to hear if there was another bonus. Right. I didn't want to, because I didn't want anything in my mind to change. Yes. The decision was made and I didn't want anything to flash and flicker yeah. in my eye. Yeah, I know what you mean. So if the money was halved, if the money yeah. was doubled, if the money you was... You didn't fixed, want it to be a factor. Didn't yeah. want that to be a factor. Yeah. You had made the decision. Decision was made. So I went in and so before I got to that point, I just said, I'm going to have to stop you there. I've decided to um, yeah. not sign on again. Yeah. And immediately, as the way these things go, they said, well, Mm. where are you going? Because they feel like you're going to a competitor or something. And I said, nowhere. I'm going home. I'm just going to sit at home. And that's hard to believe, isn't it, for people? It is hard to believe. And and then I I had prepared something and I had rehearsed the night before. Had you? I had rehearsed with Louis the night before. Rehearsed what? I'd rehearsed what I was going to say. To the, the manager. To the, to, the, to the bosses of Today FM. Yeah, and you d- literally vocalised it? I did. So Louis was there. Louis, you're the management. Yeah, and because Louis said to me, okay, well... How, was, how good was Louis as the manager? Well, he was very good. He, he said to is me... Is he good um, at role play? Yeah, very good at role play. <laughs> <laughs> He's a boss himself, so, you know. He said, good. He, he also uh, said to me, well, what, you know, what if he says to you, okay, we'll pack your things, we'll get someone to do your show from here on in, and yesterday was your last show. Which they might have said. Um, and I said, I'd be very disappointed. But yeah, I'll also be okay with that. Um, but I think once the bosses knew and believed and trusted me yeah. that I wasn't going anywhere. And my offer was to stay until the end of the year. Because this was July 30th. Yeah. Oh, wow. God. Yeah. That's a long run in there. It's a long run in. So yeah. um, I said, I'm not going anywhere. I can promise you that. I The only two people in the world know this. And that is yeah. my agent, Joanne, and my husband. Yeah. Nobody else knows. So... I'm happy to stay until the end of the year if you want, but I understand if you don't want to yeah, stay gotcha. till then. And he said, no, no, I think we will like you to stay till then, yeah, yeah. which shocked me. When was the most, because um, I remember you told me a couple of months before it, and uh, when was the most emotional time for you? Because I know it was very emotional for you. And like the background to the emotion is obvious, just to reiterate that you were, when you first came into Today FM, you were about 20. Yeah, uh, I was 21. Uh, yeah, and you were a real, you know, you were a real youngster. Yeah, I was a nipper. You were a, a nipper, baby. you know, and you, you had attitude about you as well and yeah. sass. Yeah. And uh, we used to love to love you walking through the, the <laughs> breakfast show rooms, myself and McLoon and, and Ian, brighten up our day no end. And, uh, and and we'd be always going, I hope she hangs around for a while anyway. Oh, Jesus, she hung around Not that there's forever. much chance. So 19 years, 20 years, 19, 19 years, years, and then loads of years on the, on the Ray Darcy show. Mm. And I've told Ray this when he was on the show as well, and... I, I presume some people who are interested in listening to radio in Ireland would agree with me that, you know, that 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 10, 11, 12, 13 years, some of it was, the I think, the finest radio produced I in do. Ireland in, 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 in ever, really. I mean, yeah. modern radio, you know, people talk about, you know, things like, uh, you know, but things that Gay Byrne would have done in the 80s and, and, and that feeling he had and. You know, Jerry, Jerry had Ryan had something, Jerry Ryan had something going on and, you know, Marion Finucane had something going on. Mm-hmm. And, and there's lots of people who have something going on. Ian Dempsey's a terrific jock and Gogan has been brilliant and Fanning and all these people. And Tony Fenton had a voice like gold and yeah. there's great current affairs broadcasters. But Ray and you and you and Jenny really did something really amazing. It was a, it yeah. was you did something that um People say they're going to do all the time on radio and fucking never do. And that is, this is your show. Yes. This show belonged to the people, but it really did. People felt like it did. To such an extent that they were completely involved in the show, interacting with the show, starring to the forefront in the show. And it was magical. It it was. And I've had this conversation with Ray and Jenny and I said, I didn't realise that when we were in it. And Ray said, oh no, I did. And I said, well, I genuinely didn't. I didn't know that. Like, you know, 
as the years have gone on and you've got to know other people and since you know we've left like I didn't know Donica O'Callaghan then but I do know Donica O'Callaghan really really well now and Donica has said to me things like oh sometimes we'd sit in the car um, after training to listen to the last hour and I'm like if I'd known there was Munster and Irish rugby players listening to us then when mm. I was single yeah. I mean I mean that would have changed things so I'm kind of glad I yeah. didn't me no. too I used to listen to it as well I yeah. used to stay in places to listen to certain parts of it and I remember I used to always wait till the end on Friday to find out who the, the comedian was or whatever yeah. because you always had a kind of a funnier person on at half 11 or yeah, so yeah on a Friday and they would always always tell us afterwards that their ticket sales would just shoot up after yeah. that that it was the most powerful ad and um, you know we didn't see it, it as an ad we'd a, we'd a guest but it, it was the closest thing ever that radio had I think to going into somebody's kitchen and meeting the family the, the kind of little slightly dysfunctional family that live yeah, in that kitchen yeah very dysfunctional family um, we were and um, um, probably still are because um, I mean I still yeah, you know see, I was over in Rain and, and that's funny isn't it that, that, that yeah exactly as you're going to say there that's funny isn't it that that there was a bond that that bonded you together in such a way yeah. that there was a Stockholm syndrome in a way. I mean, especially going around like caravans <laughs> with Ray. And, we, and could, we could never leave. Never leave each other. We could but, never leave each other. Even on holidays. Like, I mean, people, like it is bizarre, but we went on holidays together. So we would mad. be off the radio and we would be in Spain <laughs> together. We'd be off the radio and we'd be in Are you serious? Yeah. Bantry together for the Maybank holiday weekend. Yeah, go on holidays together. Multiple times went on holidays together. Yeah. And they were, and they were. And were there times where you went on holidays with Ray and, sorry, and Jenny on my were, own? What, yeah, as in, what were the relationship uh, parameters there? So was Jenny with Ray when you'd go on holidays? Yeah, oh yeah, Jesus, they're together forever. Yeah, but I mean, then would you go on holidays with them? Yeah, I'd go on holidays with them. So you, so myself and Dara would go on holidays with Ray, Jenny, and Kate. And now Dara and Kate are really, really good friends because yeah. they're the same age. Um, and then Jenny introduced me to Louis. That's how I know Louie, you know, yeah. she introduced me to, yeah. so like, yeah, it was, it was, and Siobhan, people listening might not know, Siobhan Hogan yeah. worked on the show for years, an unbelievable researcher and producer. I mean, she is just, she's phenomenal. Yeah. She now works in RTE right, yeah. uh, and she worked on the Late Late Show and everything and she worked with Ray. Um, she texted me today, so we're going for coffee next week. So there is that bond is still, <laughs> still there with those people because we worked so many hours together we travelled uh, I just can't imagine me yeah. waking up in a caravan with Ian Dempsey um, yeah we stayed in the caravan <laughs> we stayed and Will as well like Ray and Jenny in a tiny double bed me in what was called the child's bed I still think I've shoulder trouble from that because I was I was I spent five days sleeping like this like crunched yeah. up and Will had a bed at the back and um, but they were <clears throat> like brilliant yeah, absolutely brilliant years yeah uh, sometimes brutal and exhausting. They really were. Like, yeah. They they were exhausting. Yeah. Um, there was nothing like it though, Mariah. There was really nothing like it. And there yeah. hasn't been since either. No, there hasn't. Um, can you remember a, a, a moment or a, a thing that you did, which for you, let's say, for you, represents the 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 ult, utter Ray, this is Ray Darcy at, turned up to 11. This is the Ray Darcy show at its most Ray Darcy. Can you remember? Um. I think you can't, you can't. I can't. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it was probably some of the singles events we did because we were kind of known for that as well. Mm. You know, matchmaking and mm. um, and we did one, um, which is actually the one I met Louis at, um, oh. which was a Punchestown, in, and it was it was twenty ten. So it was that it was that year? Punchestown was us. was savage. Like it was, it was the most 
savage marquee I've ever been in in my life. I can't remember the number. I think it might have been 30 mm. guys, 30 girls. So it was only a small number. It would make number. Copperface Jacks look like a creche. It, it made it look like a convent. <laughs> yeah. That's what it made. It was, um, yeah, it was just, it was magic. And Ray DJed in the tent and we had, you know, games and they were really silly games and innocent enough games. But it was just hilarious. And everyone was dressed up. And the reason we went to the races, we decided to go to the races was because every single event we had done, we were so sick of the girls being glammed up, absolutely gorgeous, hair, the makeup, looking fab, and the lads turning up in the runners and the t-shirt. And we're like, come on, make an effort. So we said, we need to get them somewhere where they'll make an effort. So that amount of detail was going on in our heads, in our production meetings. So we said, we're not doing a night out. I know, let's go, bring them. Horse racing, they have to wear slacks. They'll have to mm. wear a jacket. You know, they can't turn up in the T-shirt. Yeah. So um, so that's what we did. So everyone was dolled up, men and women. And it was madness, absolute madness. But it was a brilliant day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to just um, ask you about this thing as well. So when you were leaving and all this, and this is part of a bigger point. Um, when you were leaving, like, there's a lot of... One of the things about you, and probably why it's interesting you're on the podcast is, you know, you and other people, females yes. like you, um, nobody's like you, Mairead, but but no, but other people like you generate, uh, fairly or unfairly, a lot of media comment. Mm. And I kind of go, I don't know, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of nitpicking, there's a lot of scrutiny, there's a lot of watching. Mm. And, and, and one of the things, and, it's, and a lot of it is negative. It is, yeah. And a lot of it is trying to be positive let's say in the papers, but there's a negative undertone to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, I won't go. You can maybe explain that if you want to in a while. But what I really wanted to, to get at was that you you were you were leaving and there's a lot of comment and there's a lot of commentary on social media and a lot of it is negative. And some people kind of go like you'd see you'd see some you'd scroll down through some of these comments and go, what's there when you get out of it, Marie leaving for who cares? Delighted to see the back of her, always hated her. Not even that. Not even that. That's a different type of negative comment. That's not a person who hates you. It's like, what is she doing? What is she talking about? What is she talking about? She's a millionaire, sure. Yeah. She's a fucking millionaire. She's a pain in the whole millionaire as well. It's not as if she's losing her do- job in the call center. And I kind of go like, I mean, from my point of view, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pretend, you know, you're not what you're not comfortably off or whatever. From what you know, I don't, I don't know you and Louis that well. Yeah, but it's fair to say. It's fair to say you are comfortably off, as far as I would understand. Yeah, I'm comfortable. But, but who cares? Yeah. So, so in well, other words, it, it, that's that's fortunate for you, and it's it's good for you. But that seems to fog some people's thing, you know, about like your career and stuff. It, it does, and it, um, and those kind of comments, uh, I, I, Mario, I have a very very thick skin, and I have that from being female and working in the media for 19 years. Okay, and I'm also from working class Dublin. I'm from Finglas. I, you know, so I've, I've had all sorts of things over the years said about me, said to me. Um, that one has not bothered me because I have worked really, really hard and I'm comfortable in knowing I've worked really, really hard. I have got to where I am all by myself and through hard work. And I also know the other side of wanting to spend more time at home and not being able to because I absolutely could not afford to with Dara. Dara's 15 in, in two months mm. time. And and so yeah. like 
instead of having lovely summers with Dara, I was taking a second job on. I was doing Ireland's Fittest Family, Celebrity Bonish Store, yeah. various different no, I things. Know that. So like I would have, you know, I had to, we had to rent our home for nine years before we could afford to yeah. buy one, yeah. which is recent enough, two and a half years ago. Yeah. So I don't mind those comments. People can say yeah. that, but they well, don't know. Well, I, well, I they kind don't of, know I, I mind on your behalf. Sorry. Not that I'm going to get outraged on your behalf. But then nobody, nobody ever said to me while I was on the radio show and, you know, two years ago, you know, why don't you give it all up and just stay at home? Sure you can afford it. Nobody would say that to Claire Byrne. Sure, you've done, you've done very well for yourself now. Would you not, would you not stay at home now? Mm. Nobody would say that to Jennifer Zamparelli. Like, wh- why would nobody say that to Brendan O'Connor? Yeah. You're, oh God, I know. Would you? Why would you? Would you not rather be with your kids the weekends now, Brendan? Would you not give up that old radio show at the weekends? Nobody would say that. Of course not. Of course they wouldn't. Yeah. Or to Tuberty, or like, it's it's bizarre. Um, the thing is, I also go on. Feminism is a thing that's thrown around a lot, and I I think feminism has gotten a bit clouded. It's a it's a bit. The waters have gotten a little bit muddied. I think recently because what feminism really is and I would have seen this when I married Louis and I decided to change my name from Maraid Farrell to Maraid Ronan my choice Louis couldn't have given a flying fiddlers couldn't didn't give a shit what my name is uh, and I decided to change and that was a personal reason for me I had been married before that marriage didn't work out I didn't change my name then I wanted to do it this time this marriage felt very different to me and I, I wanted to do and I saw us very much as a team and so I, I decided to change my name and when I did that I couldn't believe the reaction I got from people I couldn't mm. believe that people were giving out to me mm. you know what were you doing that for and taking on your husband's name and I'm like oh god so this was a kind of a, a faux feminist yes thing. and I thought surely feminism is about allowing women to have the choices right. that the previous generation didn't have. So possibly, you know, my mother's generation, I, my mother took my father's name. I never had that conversation with her. I don't know if it was a choice or not. Mm. I don't know. <clears throat> but we know plenty of women had to leave their jobs in the civil service, had to leave their jobs in certain airlines because they were married now. So that was changed. And when I took Louis' name on, it was completely my choice. And I thought people are giving out to me about a decision I've made for me. I just thought it was weird. And then I did in the run up to leaving my job in Today FM, that was in the back of my mind, you know, and I suppose that's probably why I executed my exit the way I did, because it was my Mm. choice. Mm -hmm. Um, Nobody was telling me to give up the Mm. job. Nobody was telling me I should be at home. Me, my brain, my feelings. That was it. And um, yeah. And I mean, so, I and mean, that's I, what feminism is about. If you want to stay, and mm. and and I have, I come from a family, and so my my own family and Louis' family as well are like, if you want to work six days a week, off you go. Like yeah. Louis will back me up. I I didn't have one single day off, not one single day off, <clears throat> from the third of January until the twenty fifth of March in twenty nineteen because I was doing Dancing with the Stars, and I had a five month old baby. And Louis did every single thing there was to do there. Like every single thing there was to do there. No, like nobody was 
given out to me then. Mm. Nobody was, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah gotcha. <clears throat> but Mairead, is, uh, sure, I got all that, Mairead. Yeah, sure, I know all that as well. And uh, but the the and the thing is as well, a bit like me as well. You're a grafter. Yeah. And I'm, and and this is a word that um, it's a word which just kind of has a, almost a semi-negative connotation with yeah. people grafters. And I always tell people that the biggest grafter in the world is Roger Federer. Oh my! An utter gosh. grafter. As is Rafael Nadal. Yeah. And it's something that should be really encouraged. The yeah. idea of disgracefully hard work. Yes. Hard focused work. Focus I don't mean work. becoming an, a workaholic, which no. is totally different. And I'm utterly against that. Same. I'm against anything with a holic in it. Yes. But to be a grafter is to work really hard. It has no relationship whether you have talent or no talent. It shouldn't matter. You just... just Graft, right. really graft hard. And you are a grafter, of course. Yeah. Which means, which of course, that's what I'm trying to say on your behalf. I get really pissed off because, and not just about you, but if I, if, if, if a bloke, you said Brendan O'Connor there or something, if a bloke married somebody who had money, <clears> they <throat> wouldn't call him a gold digger. No. But they would call you a gold digger. Yeah. And I fucking hate that. Yeah. And so that's, that's, that pisses me off. Have people called me that? I've never oh, heard yeah. that one. I'm really? obviously reading a lot more f- crap than you are. Yeah, I don't. I don't read. I it's don't. Part of the whole negative vitriol that would come against you. Sure, she doesn't even need to get rid of the job. <laughs> She's a gold digging fucking this and that the other thing. Is that I read that in the examiner. Really? No, no joking. <laughs> not the, you no, did no, not read seriously. that in the examiner. No, but stuff like that about you. But anyway, this moves me on to another point I want to make, which is tangential to that. Yeah. And that is, did you, well, maybe you didn't because you read nothing now because you're gone. Yeah. But uh, did you read the thing about Pamela Joyce yesterday? I, the letter she yeah. got. I did read that and I was in touch with Pamela straight away and it made me so angry. Uh, But I love Pam. uh, What do you remember from, just interesting, because what do you remember from what you think that letter said? Do you remember, what what was the tone of that letter? Tone was disgusting. What was it? It was uh, all about her image. It was people writing, somebody writing to her. Somebody wrote her. It was a a handwritten letter. Uh, which we've all we've all said it was lovely handwriting. That was the only nice thing about it. Lovely handwriting, uh, apparently from nine people. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a bit weird. Yeah, uh, and a, a huge amount of it was about her appearance. Yeah, um, um, you know, stop, stop gaming, and you know, do something, and uh, and that she was fat and disgusting. That's and yeah. that she's never going to pick up anybody. I didn't, I didn't even want to. I didn't even want to say that because it made me feel so uncomfortable because. Pamela Joyce, we're talking about grafters. Pamela Joyce is a grafter. Pamela Joyce is naturally talented. Mm. Pamela Joyce is extremely intelligent. Mm. You know, she is this she funny, is, yeah. jokey. But she is very, very. Marie, she was smart on this podcast, and it's one of the. Uh, she was <clears throat> on this podcast, and she blew people away with some of the comedy stuff she did with me on the oh, podcast. And she is a funny bitch. Yeah, she she's is funny. Very, yeah. very, very funny. Uh, and a, and a, and a beautifully attractive woman. Oh yeah. Like so, so that letter. Whoever sent it, I I left her voicemail last night, just saying to her, and I'm meeting her today. They actually did her a huge favor, right? Because you know you go about your day, and she's going into work, and she's starting this new job. You know she's been in she's been in today for years, but she's starting this new position. And you might not know what people think about you, those people around you. You might not know what the listeners. You know, are, are thinking they like you or not like you or whatever at the moment. But when she posted that horrible handwritten letter she got, she got nothing but love. She got four bouquets of flowers in one day. That's never happened to her in her life, ever. And like I said, it's probably not going to happen again until you have a baby. But like, so I said to her last night, it's, it's bizarre. And I'm not trying to do that toxic positivity thing, but taking the good out of an awful situation. But there actually is good in it because... 
she now knows Ian Dempsey put up a beautiful post, you know, about her. Everyone in Today FM, the listeners, people on Instagram getting in touch with her going, I think you're fab. I love when you're on Virgin Media and I've seen you on Virgin Media doing things. I love listening to you on Today FM. And then she gets these four bouquets of flowers. So now she knows. And that's given her this massive boost of confidence despite getting that horrible letter. Do you know what I mean? So weirdly, they did her a favour. And that sometimes happens when you get a a nasty comment or a, you know. No, that's right. That's right. So I, 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 I found it awful. But obviously in your, in your rational brain, Mm. you, I, I, I was, I was on text to her and I don't think she Mm. minds me saying this, but I was on text to her as well. And I was saying, rationally, I know it's hard to see these things rationally, but I can see it rationally because it didn't happen to me. So I can see it from the outside. And it's so clear that whoever did that, I mean, let's be honest about it. They must have some issues. Of course they do. That are ranging in ranging from 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 you know self loathing to over interested in other people's affairs of to course. nastiness to just psychopathy. Psycho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a whole range of problems that that person has or those but, people have. But that's that's just something that's and, and and Pamela made it public. Okay, so I can tell you as a female broadcaster, they happen all the time. Well, this is what I wanted uh, to ask you about. So. And they and they and sometimes they don't um, they don't get published. I mean, I got. A really, really nasty complaint sent to management, uh, today FM management, and they had to respond to this man. Really nasty. Um, He was saying that I, the broadcast on such and such a date and the exact time, uh, they were so disgusted and they switched off the station and they would never listen again because I'd mentioned I had my period that day, right? So it was, and it was said in a, it was true, I did, but it was said in a jokey tone in that I'd had such a rotten day all these things had happened to me okay and you know you're 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 telling this story because you know it's also happened to lots of other people on that particular day and it was just I can't remember the specifics but it was like you know couldn't get into the car parking space kids were late getting to school this happened that happened this happened that happened and then I got my period I mean it's just like what a Monday or what a Tuesday mm. whatever it was and uh, this man sent in this awful letter and I was so annoyed because during the time we had four ads running on my show every day for weeks on end for medication for erectile dysfunction, right? Which is absolutely grand. There's medication for it. Get it treated. There you go. That affects X amount of men, okay? But Mm. (laughs) periods affects half the population and (laughs) I just mentioned it and I was getting a complaint. Mm. And and so I asked, I asked management, can you please put that in to, to the response back? You know that, oh, so it's okay for ads to run four times during the same show about erectile dysfunction, but it's not okay for the broadcaster to say, yeah. For the period. So Which just, is, just just nail this down though for a second. Sorry for asking a stupid question. No, what was the complaint about? The complaint was about that I mentioned I had my period. And what's which made that him think he that? was about to have his lunch and it was so disgusting. He was saying that's disgusting. It was so disgusting that he was having his lunch and that just to hear that being said at lunchtime was so disgusting. Mm. Um and that was it. Okay, I mean, no. I, did, I, I wasn't, I wasn't describing anything, you know, flow levels. It was, it was, it was and, and to top it all off, I got my period today. It's that not a daily it. item, like. No, it wasn't. That's <laughs> or a monthly it was. item. You know, I, no, it wasn't. It was just that's that's what was said. Um, so, yeah, it was very bizarre, really upsetting. But I did, you know, I didn't, I didn't 
uh, post about that. But there's there's lots lots of yeah. lots of those things. Well, yeah. So the other thing I think I think Pamela was telling me about this as well uh, because when she was on the podcast is that these. I mean, again, I can't imagine how this happening to me or Ian Dempsey or Matt Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> but these propositions, these kind of, mm. um, you're not bad looking. Would you fancy yes. a kind of, did yeah. you get any of this? So I, 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 I get that all the time. I never, ever, I don't even know if I want to say this. Now, I never get dick pics. Thank God. Never. It's never happened. I think I'm just. You're saying that as if to say, I don't you know want other people who have them. Oh God, yeah. loads of people have got them. Sorry. I think I'm just, um, so I'd say like my male following is probably just a little bit older. Maybe they're not, you know, they're they never really did that or they've never gotten into Unfortunately, that. Unfortunately, most of them are suffering from erectile <laughs> it's dysfunction. dysfunction. And they're listening, they were listening to the show. <laughs> but um, I would have, I would get things all the time from men like, um, you know, I like your hair longer, you know, when yeah. I put it, when I cut it into a bob uh, or um, I think you wear too much makeup. Yeah. Like these. Fuck that. I, I've sent these. I've sent these to the fitness family WhatsApp group. I don't want to go, Callan, getting yeah. so annoyed. He's yeah. like, who the fuck is your man? <laughs> I, know. I know. Yeah, you, yeah I think you Wouldn't too much it makeup. be great if you could just, just for a laugh, a prank almost, yeah. but it's a half serious prank. Yeah. If one day you found out where one of those lads live yeah. and one day... Yeah. And they open the door and it's Donica O'Callaghan. No, wouldn't that be lovely? I heard you sent a text to Mairead. <laughs> Tell her she wears too much makeup. <laughs> How much makeup does she wear? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, I, I st- and you still get stuff, it still gets stuff like that. But that, honestly, Mario, doesn't bother me. That makes me, that makes me laugh That's, or just, think- or I love screen grabbing it and sending it to, to my pals going, latest one, you know, this is the latest one. It's just funny. Really? Yeah. We, like. Boys don't have to deal with that at all, Marie. No, they don't. Or else I would have gotten, I would have on the radio show, I would say, not every day, but a couple of times a week. So I would have gotten a lot of listener problems sent in. And I do think that that was a carry on from my years on the Ray Darcy show. You know, it would be, Camille, would you ask your listeners, what would you do in this situation? My sister's husband is blah, blah, blah. And they, you know, they'd send something in and we'd get them the whole time. And, um, We'd read one out, get a reaction. What you'd get from men all the time was so annoying. More women's problems for lunchtime. But they would, you would never get women. <laughs> Poor lads. And, and, and it might be a guy sending like, you know, my wife's best friend constantly joins us and everything. What can we say to her to get her to go away or something? But it would be more women's problems. And it, it really bugged me and it really bugged my producer as well because, you know, Dermot and Dave... I'd just been talking about Man United for half an hour beforehand. No woman would send in going, uh, talking about football again. <laughs> Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no. So I always felt as a female broadcaster, you're judged on the items you do yeah. because they become immediately gender focused. That's so, you know, you're only doing it because you're a woman. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, or if I ever mentioned my kids, which I didn't, I, I definitely didn't want to be mentioning them the whole time but I also was never pretending I didn't have kids because yeah. like you know I was going in every day going I'm a mother I'm yeah. a wife I'm a sister I'm yeah. a daughter So you do the pharaoh as well right? Yes that's and, my and, and that's your business Yes Okay so that's like hair It's hairbrushes Mario I set it up I was gone at hair ago. okay Yeah, so yeah brushes, I, lo- okay. I lost you at hair mm-hmm. I have you at Roger Federer yeah. and I, you've lost you at hair Hair but. brushes and, and accoutrement 
It's just hairbrushes and one it? other product, which is not a hairbrush, which is the Volumizing Spritz. Award-winning, Mario. Okay. Image, uh, Image Magazine award-winning. Excellent. And so what I was going to ask you then about was, is, is the reaction to woman in business yeah. <laughs> uh, similar to reaction to woman in radio? Or, or is it different? No, it's actually very, very different. And it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's completely different, actually. There's so many supports out there. And they, yeah. it's, it's really really encouraging mm. um, and people will get on board with it. Like I didn't, I I set up Faro with uh, another girl, Debbie Lawless, who's, we, we're not friends. You know, people immediately think yeah. you set up a business with your friend. I didn't. I, I know Debbie through her brother, Jim. Her brother is the manager of the Coronas. So obviously oh. on the Ray Darcy show and Ian Dempsey show and Today FM, mm. I knew Jim quite well. And then um, I knew she had a background in manufacturing. So I said, I have this idea. Would your sister have a coffee with me? Mm. And met his yeah. sister and... We, was it your idea? Yeah, it was my yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. And the design. So the the design. So I gave her all these manky hairbrushes that were mine in yeah. the coffee shop. On, and you said we can make these better. Make these better. So it's like this bristle. Yeah. That handle. Yeah. That size. Great. That top. Love it. And uh, so she went off and did all that. Yeah. First one hated. Uh, got a got a good one then in the end, and we've just improved them over the years. And yeah. now there's three of us in the business. And uh, Debbie has her own warehouse now and we do all our own picking and packing. Did we they have... manage to sell online a bit during COVID? Oh my God. So that wasn't a bad thing? That wasn't a bad thing yeah. at all. So actually during COVID, during 2020, we sat down and we realised our website was shite, shite. Mm-hmm. So we went and um, we built a whole new one. Mm. And that's about 14 months ago. And since then, yeah. um, we have been fl- like, we've been flying and I was giving Pharaoh such a small amount of my time or I would cram like an exam. I'd go, Jesus, I have so much Pharaoh stuff to do. And I'm like, I'd sit down, I'd do it all. Um, and then I realised it, it was doing well with the small amount of attention I was giving it. And I suppose like a relationship, we were just taken over. I knew I needed to take this guy out on a few dates and mind him a little bit and, <laughs> and you know we might go the whole way like so that's <laughs> what we've done we've actually put in proper business you know strategies yeah. and targets and everyone has a role okay and the three of us work really really hard and, and now I'm doing a course with Enterprise Ireland and yeah, KPMG heard, yeah. yeah so I'm a six month course called Going for Growth and is it intense or it is I've, I, I am back in a in a, in a learning capacity, which my brain at the end of day one, Mario, I just, I felt bruised. I felt like I had concussion at yeah, the end of it yeah. because I have not been in that environment where I was taking notes. Yeah, and like, like a lecture hall. Like a lecture yeah. kind of listening and 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 uh, you have a lead entrepreneur who kind of mentors you and gives you advice and um, and she's amazing. It's Una O'Hagan from Mars Pharmacy. Incredibly successful woman. Okay. It's only women on this. And um, yeah, so I have six months of that. I applied for before Mario and I didn't get it. So oh. it's very, very difficult to get on going for growth. Um, okay. And, and I, know, I know this for a fact and they said it on day one, you know, give this your all because there are four or five other people outside who would have loved your position. Mm. So, um, so I, and I know that because I did apply before and I didn't get yeah. it. So. Well, what I wanted to say was, and that's a, that's very interesting. Very, yeah. very interesting. So I do, I do it every single day now and that's the structure to my day. Mm. So, because Bonnie's in Montessori now. So it's not right. like uh, I, I'm at home with a baby. You know yes, what I mean? Yes. Bonnie goes and I do little home office. I do uh, my Faro work. And I think now since I finished up in Today FM, I'm driving Debbie mad because every day I'm like, hey, what about this? And what's this costing? And are we ordering this? And if we change the branding on that and, and other things yesterday and setting up a shoot for March. And Brilliant. 
And <clears throat> so it's good. Jump in again, okay? Graf- da- grafting, back grafting, Mario. Back grafting, that's what you and I do really well. Um, Mairead, listen, I've really enjoyed this as well. And also it was like me hooking, you know, yeah, just grabbing having a, coffee. a coffee. Literally, and thanks, Mairead got the coffees today. Um, but um, a few people have been listening to the podcast as well. Yeah. And uh, I think, uh, so say hello to, I think it's Davey Fitz. Is, Davey Fitz is oh, on the, say hello my, to Davey. How are you, Davey? How are you, Mairead? Oh, it's, how are you? it's Davey here. Yeah. I'm just sitting in the car here. I'm doing a round trip from Clare down to Cork. Oh, that's great. Back yeah. up to Clare again and down to Cork again. Oh, right. Oh, well, yeah. I think back up to Clare again. Oh, okay. No. I know, well, that's just yeah. listening in on the podcast there. Fair play to you. You've done great. So you have. I'm a big admirer of yours. That's so I am. Lovely you day. know big that, Mairead. You know that. You know that, Mairead. I do. You and me, Mairead. Yeah. I'm telling you, we've shared secrets. But we have. We actually, we One really of the have. things I wanted to ask you about was... Oh. Do you not think Derville and Donica are cheating their horns off <laughs> in that bit of family? I know you know it, Mairead. Well, I know you know it. Don't I know you can't. No. Come no. clean with me, Mairead. No, no, I'm going to go on, Mairead. I didn't say anything. Shut up, Mairead. What, what did I say? I didn't do anything. Uh, no, uh, no, I, no. Get stuck in, Mairead. Davey, don't crash the car. Davey, take it easy. No, 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 no. In fact, most people would say, Mario and Davey, that it's Anna and uh, Davey who are always cooking up stuff you know because oh, they have the, the GAA heading them you know fair enough I think yeah. he's driven over the cliffs of war yeah. or something is he yeah I have to exactly I, I am a huge fan of Davey Fitz and he's ah, yeah. a great 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 guy if you need Derville or work said this about him and it's true um, if you needed anything like if you if you if I rang his phone at 10 past 2 a.m. on a Saturday or Sunday morning he'd answer it and go well what do you need? <laughs> like, everyone what else, do you need? Everyone else, their phone would ring out and they might come back to you the next day at seven. He's like MacGyver or something. He's, he's just... Guardian angel. He's there. For, if he likes you, he is absolutely Committed. there for you. And um, and he's, yeah, he's a really, really yeah. great guy. Ray Darcy's on the line, actually. Oh, how well. are you? Oh, Ray. Ray. How are you, Marie? Very good. Um, sure, it's, it's good, to see, good to see you. Good, 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 yeah. good. Well done, well done. Great to see you back. Yeah. I hear I, you back. I, I, wasn't really, I wasn't really gone anywhere, though, you know. No, no, I never said you were. Oh. Jesus, don't be so defensive. Yeah, okay, no, relax. No, Jesus great Christ, to see you relax. Back. Just, hey, was... Okay, 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 okay. Well done. Uh, just wanted to ask you, do you remember the time you did the vajazzle on the show? I, I actually have um, PTSD from that. Um, well done. Yeah, it was not my favourite thing ever on the show. It worked. Yeah, well, for who? For the audience. <laughs> did it, did it worked. Do you, do you know my... Um, it hit the spot. My dressing gown had some of the vajazzle bits on it years later. Okay. Didn't come we out don't need to go there. What I really wanted to ask you was, would you come on Radio 1 and do it again? <laughs> <laughs> I think my figures need a bit of a vajazzle. <laughs> no. I think uh, Liveline might have an issue with that. Best fluffer I ever had. <laughs> no. No. No more vajazzles. They're gone now, Ray. They're gone. They're over. They're done. Yeah, Joe Duffy's looking for a bejazzle as well. <laughs> Get him on to do it then. Do you think he'd do a bejazzle? I think he would. Make a great show the next day. <laughs> it would. <laughs> Julian Benson's on the line. Oh, how is he? How are you doing, Julian? That Mairead, both of us are gone. I really don't know why I'm here. Both of us are gone. I got these notes from Patrick. <laughs> So I really don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Help me, Mairead. I don't know what you're saying either. I've been waiting on the line. For You are incredible. 
You are fantastic. Well, you, you know what, Julian? I think we've both decided to just take a break. We know we've done our That's thing. That's it. We've done our thing. I gave them my resignation letter. Exactly. And I said I wanted to spend more time with my kids. You, do you have kids? No. Oh, maybe cats. Do you have cats? Cats. cats. Sorry, that's it. Thanks, Patrick, for nothing. <laughs> that was her Patrick's notes to me, so I didn't oh, know what he was talking I about don't there. Know so uh, yeah. actually, we leave it there, Marie. It's Thanks. been an absolute pleasure uh, hooking up with you again, and um, and uh, I hope you have fun today with Charlie. Halligan, the Dark Lord, and Siobhan. Is it Siobhan? No, no, Siobhan's next week. It's Pam Blake and then Pam Joyce. Ah, good. Say hello to Pam. Uh, say hello to the two Pams. I will as do. Well, yeah. Maraid Ronan, thank you so much. Thanks, Mario. And that's it from me, and that's it from Maraid. And I had a ball talking to Maraid. Um, thanks for listening to you. Thanks to Curry's, as usual. Check out my episode next week when I have a really, really interesting encounter, um, which I just finished, actually, with Keith Barry, um, which I really enjoyed, and I know you will, too. Stay tuned. Same time, same place next week. Bye-bye.